everyone and welcome to race time radio all live tonight on racetimeradio.com we're trying to get it geared up on facebook live and of course on sirius xm channel 167 canada talks good evening i am joe chisholm along with joe chisholm jr right here in the race time radio studio he's working away trying to get our uh, facebook live feed heading the right way and heading down to you uh, sure enough uh, right off the bat Ended up with a little problem, but that's okay. We'll get her all figured out. we got a great show lined up for you tonight, everybody. Uh, we're going to continue the NASCAR Pinty Series preview. Uh, we'll do that tonight with, uh, how about car driver of the number 84? We've got Larry Jackson going to join us right off the hop tonight. Uh, we'll catch up with Larry. Uh, we'll find out what his plans are for 2022. Uh, we'll get off to Canada's East Coast, and we'll bring in... Driver, the number 67 in that East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. we got Dylan Blankhorn going to join the show. Uh, how about uh, Nick? Nick did a great job, Junior. Uh, in the Legend, Inex Legend Car Series, goes down to Nashville, comes home with the victory. You got him keyed up. Yeah, Nick Ledson and uh, Colton Evernham and a bunch of them loaded up, and they went down to Nashville, uh, down to Volunteer Speedway, um, down, in, uh, down in Tennessee, cool. and uh, parked it. He yeah. parked it in Victory Lane. So, uh, you know, a big win for Canada down there. And uh, uh, Nick is a huge supporter of the Legends Series here in uh, Ontario. And, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, had a had a great time by the sounds of it. Looking forward to catching up with him. And uh, I imagine they partied pretty hard. That's a big win. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, down there in the U.S., kind of cool when you see one of our Canadian guys go down there. And it's no stranger, really, to Victory Lane. A lot of the Canadian guys have gone down south and done quite well. Uh, but tonight we're going to hear from Nick Ledson, Ghost of Victory Lane. Uh, also on the show, we're going to talk lots about that West Coast Rattler 300 coming up. And, of course, the West Coast Rattler 100. That'll take place on Saturday night. Uh, we got racing Friday night, qualifying. Uh, we've got the uh, Venom 100 for the street stocks. And then uh, all the qualifying for the big Super late model slash pro late model 300 that's going to take place. The Western Rattler 300 that'll take place on Saturday. Tonight, we'll continue the discussion. We've got a couple of different drivers tonight, Junior. Uh, one in the street stock division, which we'll hear from first. Uh, his name is Garnet Grimard. 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 Grimnard. <laughs> Easy for I'll you to get say. It. I'll get it. Uh, Garnet's going to join the show. And then, uh, in also in hour number two, uh, we got Jaren, uh, Jared Bond is going to join the show. Nice. Uh, he's going to be in the late model class. So uh, he was the Westcar 2021 champion. So uh, obviously, God knows what he's doing out there on Canada's West Coast. Jumping into the big high-dollar show that's going to kick off Canadian short track racing at the end of this month, uh, April 29th and the 30th. I know I can't wait to get out there. We're going to have it all live for you every single lap, every single moment. Uh, with Friday night qualifying from the time the green flag comes out 
right until uh, the checkered flag flies on Saturday uh, for the end of the Western Rattler 300. Uh, Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Friday will be covered on racetimeradio.com, live worldwide. And then come Saturday, not only will we have racetimeradio.com, but Sirius XM Channel 167 will also have Saturday night's action right across North America on Sirius XM Channel 167. So got a big opener coming up. Couldn't be more excited, Junior. We've got a lot of good races coming at us. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of excitement, um, you know, heading into the season and, and obviously heading into uh, that race in Penticton. Um, I have been poking around online, um, you know, taking a look at Facebook. And, and uh, if you take a look at Penticton Speedway yeah. um, and uh, you go onto their Facebook page, um, they're releasing, you know, the, the drivers who are going to be there. The drivers who are, oh, who yeah. are signed up yeah, to yeah. come. Um, and uh, there's not a whole lot of names on there that we haven't had on this program yet. Yeah. You know, when you look at it, um, we've had uh, quite a few of them on the air and, and uh, uh, talked to, uh, you know, each and every one of them. And, and uh, they all echo the same thing. And that's excitement. They all want to get out there and get after it. Uh, mainly on the late model side. Obviously, uh, we've had a few of the street stock guys on um, and girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, they've been uh, they've been chomping at the bit as well. So, uh that uh, that Venom 100, I think there's a, there's a tremendous amount of excitement around that, and as well with the late model too. And and hey, before we kick off the show, we also got to give a big shout out to Cole Butcher, who was down at Five Flags Speedway this sure past was. weekend. Sure was. Uh, didn't get the results that he wanted. Uh, ended up with a with a hurt race car uh, night number one there uh, with Donnie Wilson in the 53 camp, but uh, uh, definitely um, you know the who's who were down there for that Southern Super Series. It's normal, you know. Um, a lot of the guys uh, that that plan on running the derby are going to be down there did jared go to i didn't see him no, no. i didn't see him on the like i didn't get a chance to watch every, right, every lap right. or anything yeah um i didn't see jared on the uh, on the uh, on the entry blank but right, uh, right. he might have been there um but uh, that being said you know the who's who Derek thorns the chandler smiths the uh bubba pollards and steven nassies and and you know our, our own heavy hitters exactly our, our own cole butcher um you know all all in the starting lineup and and uh you know getting after it so uh, a, a solid car count by the sounds of it uh you know night number one was pretty sketchy uh tore up a bunch of race cars with uh, that uh, initial incident with Derek thorne and them but yeah uh, yeah, yeah uh you know uh, Great, uh, great job by Cole. You, you look like he was running up front. You running towards the front at least. Um, definitely on the left side of the speed charts, and and uh, um, you know, good on him. And and uh, he, he, man, he loves that place, doesn't he? Sure does. Five Flag Speedway. Sure he's, does. Uh, uh, he's got to be in the mix, you know. Of course, if Derek Thorne's in there, you gotta you gotta give him a two to one favorite. Um, but uh, um, you know, when you look at uh, at Cole Butcher, you gotta include him in the favorites talks already heading into the Snowball Derby for yeah. next year, and oh, that's yeah. a long ways away. But uh, um, you know, you look at the performance each and every week that uh, he or each and every race that he's been down there, and and as well uh, the uh, the race itself. Uh, um, this past weekend and he's he's just lights out he's good there so um looking forward to seeing what he can do throughout the year and and uh um of course he'll be chomping at the bit to get back to five flags. all these laps make um make the difference 100%. right that's so why they do he's it doing laps uh, i did text earlier with cole find out when his next race is and uh believe it comes up on uh, may the 7th is going to be his next race 
And, uh, of course, that'll be in Oxford. Yes. So that's where he's heading. Austin McDonald, another noteworthy, uh, you may remember we talked about Austin last week, uh, destroyed his car at Thompson, uh, was back on the racetrack again this weekend, had another car. Um, and uh, he needed it. He's looking good. He's getting ready for New Hampshire now. Yeah. Um, top five finish. Top five finish for him. So Austin McDonald also getting real valuable seat time down south. Uh, a lot of guys. A lot of guys going across the border and getting ready and uh, firing off. It's all good. Yeah, definitely. it's all real good. Um, local competitor Brett Hope um, uh, in the late model, dirt late model side yeah. uh, from down towards Southern Ontario Motor Speedway in the Chatham region, uh, Blenheim. I guess uh, he's loading up and heading across the heading across the uh, border, and and he's got a race in Upstate New York, I believe, uh, coming up. Uh, I, I believe they're on track right now. Um, but uh, I've seen you know his posts that uh, his, the the car was rolling in the box and, and get ready um, as well. You know, we wouldn't be a racing radio show if we didn't mention Dale Earnhardt Jr. was back behind the wheel of a race car this weekend. Oh, and missed the big one, right? Hey, that was cool. Oh, wasn't it? man. Dale Jr. TJ uh, Major, was, a little busy on the old <laughs> horn there. It was cool to, uh, it was cool to watch Dale Jr. Uh, back behind the wheel. And, and it was even cooler to watch him struggle. You yeah. know, um, yeah, yeah. Y- you realize, you know, he's been out of the seat for a long time and obviously a year, right? Since, uh, since his last race, and um, it's not like uh, he just jumped back in and, and went back to it. You, no, you know, you, nice you to see, see him back in. Yeah, it, it was very nice to see him back in, and he, he you know, he did a great job. And uh, obviously, it was uh, it was cool for ev- each and every one of those Martinsville fans uh, to uh, to get a chance to see uh, Dale Jr. back behind the wheel. And and uh, you know, I, I'm I was anticipating more of this from the I guess you could say crown jewel uh, drivers. Yeah. You know, you, you look at, uh, you've kind of seen grumblings from Biffle, right? He's back, right. been back behind the wheel of a cup car here I'd and like there. I like to see Carl Edwards um, back behind the wheel one of these days. Yeah, you've seen, you've yeah. seen Greg Biffle behind the wheel of a truck uh, for, for KBM. Uh, they're not last year, the year before, um, uh, you know, at Texas Motor Speedway. And, um, but really, the, the, I, I look at the, you know, 90s to late, to late 2010s, 2015s. Right. Um, and, you know, we lost a lot of great stars from the sport. You oh, know, yeah. you look at Tony, you look at Tony Stewart, out. Jeff Gordon, yeah. Dylan Hart Jr., you know, even even going back as far as like guys like Rusty Wallace and and those guys stepping away. Big names. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of names that are still able and able-bodied to step in, in behind the wheel of a race sure. car. I figured that we were going to see more of, of guys like what Dale Jr. is doing, one-offs here or one-offs there, um, you know, at places where they love, because they are all racers. But, uh, yeah. you know, you're seeing the trend, and you're seeing the guys kind of uh, take the step and, and go over to the dirt side, right? Casey Kane, uh, you know, turning laps on the dirt. Of course, Tony Stewart doing the same thing. Um, you know, you're seeing lots of that. Uh, Kenny Schrader stepping away and, and still doing 100 100 races a year um but you're not seeing them do what dale jr is doing no. you know and no. uh it would be super cool to see guys like jeff gordon or or tony stewart or any of those guys step back in for uh for certain races here and there because back in the day that's what used to happen right guys yeah. would retire but they would come back for for you know one-off races at daytona or or right wherever right. right wherever their local home track was or uh, maybe you know a certain type of racetrack that they were really good at um, but uh, hats off to Junior for doing what he did, and, and uh, you know it was a great weekend of racing. I boring as cup race I've seen this year, <laughs> yeah. which is surprising after the gong show that we seen the night before in the Xfinity race. 
Um, and uh, a public service announcement to everybody out there. If you're going to fight, take your helmet off. Yeah, no kidding. We've got <laughs> lots to talk about there. Uh, got to congratulate Alex Labbe. Alex, uh, if you're tuned in, you probably are. You listen all the time. Um, I didn't jinx you, brother. I thought you were going to come away with a good, clean top 10 finish. And then the big one happened, but uh, still didn't do too bad. Came home 15th. Uh, good run for DGM and Alex Labbe. Yeah, definitely. He uh, uh, had some wipes on the hood and, and some uh, LaRue snowblowers on the rear quarters. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, man, he had a good run going until that last wreck. He, uh, I thought for sure he was going to be uh, a shoe in for, uh, for a really good finish there and, and uh, just didn't, didn't yeah. materialize. But uh, I got to give a big shout out to Landon Castle. Oh, I mean, second, se- P- second. P2. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've been knocking on the door with that colleague racing team. And, and uh, obviously, AJ Allmendinger has been in that seat for quite a while. He's done some really good things uh, with that uh, 16 car, um, you know, with Colleague over the last couple of years. And they've got a really strong program, right? The 11 has been strong. The 16 has been strong. The 10 um, with Jeb Burton, they struggled a lot. And, uh, you know, I I think that that team um, really, uh, they needed to regroup and and re-gel, if you will. And I think they've done that with Landon Castle behind the wheel and, and Freddie Kraft on the spotter stand. And, and uh, that 10 car, you know, they have uh, they haven't finished outside the top 15. No. Um, they've got a few, you know, uh, top five finishes so far. And, and really, the best opportunity that Landon Castle's had since back in the day and with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Junior Motorsports, um, really the the first time that Landon's been in a car that's actually competitive. Yeah. And you're seeing the results. And, and done real well. And uh, I think you're going to see... Uh, that 10 car hit victory lane here uh, within the next few weeks. Well, keep your peepers open. Lots of good racing to come, and we got a good show lined up for you, everybody. Going to hit this quick first break. When we come back, we'll continue our NASCAR Pinty's season preview. Uh, we're going to do that with Larry Jackson on the other side of the break. Uh, if you are tuned in on Facebook and you happen to hear it go silent, uh, I don't know. Facebook doesn't like music, I guess. Uh, we, although we're a radio show and we uh, have the rights to do it. Um, you may hear radio silence until we come back. But uh, whatever. We will be back with you live tonight on Race Time. Stay with us. Bonjour, ici Andrew Ranger, coureur de la voiture 27. Race Time Radio. I'm Andrew Ranger. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Head out on the from coast to coast, 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 you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super Red Pro Label teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and super pro late models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the street stock 100 and a super pro late model Western Rattler 300. 
the green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her one piece. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at Racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Got old Chase Elliott, he gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight here on RacetimeRadio.com, Sirius XM, Channel 167. And I believe we're live on Facebook. Junior, what do you got there, kid? Hey, yeah, absolutely. we got to give a big shout-out to uh, uh, Tom Love, uh, Lance Hooper, or Lawrence Hooper. Lawrence, 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 Lawrence out on the East uh, Coast. We got, we got old Pops Campbell, he's listening. He Pops said eight. nice set. Um, Dylan Langell, uh, Quick Quick Firestarter, said, hey, guys, thanks very much. The fire's not going in the studio like it was last week. <laughs> I didn't thank, melt you down. Thank goodness. It was like 18,000 degrees in here last yeah, week, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. we're good. Uh, Kent, Kent Corbett as well. Uh, Jan, John Van Dyke is tuned in. Randy Roberts. Gary Calling. Uh, Gary, Gary's got a got a program lined up for this year, doesn't he? Oh, he sure does. I, yeah. I got to give a big shout out to Flambro Speedway. I know that, that racetracks... Uh, this time of year, are getting ready, right? They're yeah. getting prepped. They're getting uh, all set up and, and ready to go for the year. And, you know, over the past few years, we've seen, you know, lots of different, you know, evolutions, if you will, of, of race cars. And, and, you know, you see all the, different, uh, all the different safety stuff that goes into inside the race car. But yep. you don't see a whole lot of the safety outside the race car. Right. The guys who run over with the fire extinguisher and, and put, the, put the flames out and sweep all the safety, you know, all the, all the speedy dry and all that stuff. Um, you, you don't see a whole lot of the preparation. And I think that Flamborough has done a great job this weekend showing off their safety team 
Um, they had some cars that they placed in precarious positions. Yeah. Um, you know, out on the racetrack, uh, away from practicing extra, you know, extricating guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, from from in the race cars, uh, uh, and uh, they did a bunch of fire safety training. Um, and uh, hats off to Flambro for doing that. Yeah. Because that's uh, they they did a good job. And and Gary, we definitely followed along. And and hats off to you guys for doing that. This and weekend. welcome Tim Norris, brand new race director at hey, Flambro yeah, Speedway. Uh, let's get to the Hotline, shall we? And welcome in our NASCAR Pindies driver for tonight. Continue the preview for 2022, Mr. Larry Jackson. What's going on tonight, Larry? You with us? I am with you guys. Thanks Good. for having me on tonight. Good deal. How are things coming along? You get the plans all solidified for 2022. How's it looking? Oh, looking looking really well right now. We got O'Neill Electric Supply back on board with Milwaukee Tools and uh, the, my old regular sponsors that uh, helped me through the years they're all back on board the guys are all working hard at the shop things are getting we think things are getting done we're uh every, we put in our hours and sooner or later these things got to get done and shipped off to the racetracks <laughs> the yeah. cars continually get shinier right when they <laughs> sit there that's oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> Larry, uh, you guys, you guys really turned a corner. Uh, you know, I, I look back to, uh, uh, the end of the pandemic there, um, or I guess 2020, the, the fan cave challenge. Um, and, and we seen you come out at, uh, at a few races there and, and really put your, put your flag in the ground and, and post some numbers. And last year came out with a great sponsorship and, and a great looking race car for the whole schedule. Um, and, and really it, it seems like Larry Jackson racing and, and your whole program is, uh, is banging on all cylinders right now, man. It's really exciting and, and it's gotta be exciting to, uh, to see all come together. Why, thank you. It, uh, is very exciting. We built this team up, uh, uh, over the last little while and have its our own stuff now. Um, excited to put all these cars together. We've got five cars. We have Matthew Scannell running, uh, one of the road course cars on, uh, on the road courses. He's trying to get his sponsors uh, all lined up as we speak. Uh, the oval cars, they're all they're top-notch, and it's probably the best equipment I've been into in, in a long time, and I can't wait. Got a couple fresh motors. Uh, very excited. Larry, how many years is this now you've been in the series? Oh, God. Um, I'm, I, I'm guessing 10 or, 10 or more. <laughs> I'm not, not 100% sure. We started many moons ago with Jim Bray, and then we moved on to CBRT there, and and then we had my own little road course car that I raced on my own. And, uh, you know, just over time, we built up this great little uh, venture that we have going now. And what's your top finish? What's your best finish ever? Uh, best finish would be Sunset Speedway with third place behind Caden and, uh, and Tag, which are two absolutely amazing racers. So I'll take a third behind those guys anytime. Uh, I, I, was that the year Tags went and lapped everybody? No, I think that was the year... Maybe the year after, I'm guessing. I'm not. I'm before or after that year. But uh, there was all of us on the lead lap. There's, I think there was like five of us on the lead lap for that day. And yeah. uh, I was really hoping that Caden and uh, Tag would mix it up a bit, and I could slide in for my first win. So. Maybe that'll happen this year. We'll see what happens. I tell you what, Jucasa, the year, um, I guess it was 2020, right? The year of the Fan Cave Challenge. Jucasa, you uh, you had the fastest car on the racetrack uh, before. I think you had a right front go down. Um, but, uh, uh, man, you came through the field. You you came through the field like, like a hot knife through butter. Um, oh. I, I think back to that car. I think you had Grasshopper on the car. Was it Grasshopper? Um, and, uh, uh, man, that, that car looked like it was fun to drive that day. Oh, it was one of the, yes, it was definitely, 
we uh, it was funny because we only came out that with that car to test and tune it that day. And we, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody knows, but we had old tires on. Uh, like Dave Jacobs gave us an old set of tires, and we threw on there. Next thing you know, we started last, and we run through the pack, and we're like, oh my goodness, we're running fifth, like, and just cruising. And you know, in the second half, we did the same thing. It was really, really, yeah, it was really fun. And nobody had dropped out. You drove past them. That's the that's the biggest deal, right? Like, I mean, it's uh, Jucasa is not the easiest place to make a pass. And uh, man, it was uh, you know that's, that's just a race that stands out in my mind um, as well. You know, a race that 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 uh, has to stand out in, in in my mind for for a negative and a positive reason. Um, obviously, uh, this past season at Icar, um, you guys you guys had you guys had a tough go in in practice and and ended up tearing the car up uh but you guys you know it shows the the power of teamwork you guys ended up on track and there was not a whole lot of time between the time where you hit the fence and and the time where you hit the racetrack for for taking the green flag of that race and uh that's got to be a feather in the cap and and like for you guys because a lot of teams that were there would have would have dns'd on that deal that's true. Um, we brought uh, we, we had our Opal car with us, which luckily we had it with us going to Chaudier. And uh, yeah, I kind of, I not kind of, I really messed up in, in practice of the first lap. I went through a puddle, hit a curb, and combination of um, lack of skills and some oopsies, hit a wall, guardrail head on there, and then uh, yeah, a lot of damage. Uh, and Howie Scannell, Dave Stevens, and the boys. I think it was like four or five hours. We had we tore that car completely apart and. and patched up the road course car and it was back to pretty much normal it was good it was it was impressive. Yeah. It was impressive. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, when I when I seen it uh, when I seen you hit, I was like, "Oh, I hope he's okay." It was one of those oh, hits, you yeah, know. One of them like it's, it's one of those hits where you're like, "Oh, I," you know, "I." I it's not. It's not. Oh, that sucks for him. It's. Oh, I hope he's okay. Like it was. A, right. It was a good solid hit, and uh, you know, not to bring up bad memories. Obviously, I'm Thanks. I'm bringing Thanks. this up in a good light, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the negative flashbacks here, but uh, you know, it was one of those ones where you know you, you kind of felt for you, and, and then and when I came down off the spotter stand you know you guys had it all tore apart and i was like are they gonna fix that car and they did sure enough and, yeah, and uh, it was uh, you know it's, it's hats off it shows the the uh the spirit that, that your team has because it's uh, there was definitely a lot of parts that got thrown at it uh larry uh, uh you know we've talked about this on this program uh basically you know since the uh new year's uh break uh we've been kind of you know putting a spotlight on the penny series and and we've had a new guy on you know each in each individual week and i think everybody's echoing the same thing and that's excitement for the season um but the snowball keeps growing as it rolls down the hill here and it looks like there's going to be more cars than we've ever seen not not in the past couple years ever in the nascar penny series for 2022 um what do you attribute that to number one and and what are you excited most about with this uh, with this back to normal schedule? Well, it's probably the greatest series in Canada. It is the greatest series in Canada. The, the competition, it's probably just the competition level. The best race car drivers in Canada are in this series, and the competition level. Anybody that, and there's no field fillers in this, this series anymore. I was a field filler for years, and I'm hoping that my game stepped up quite a bit that we can run. You know, maybe sneak out a couple top fives. My goal is to finish every lap. But the competition level in this series is going to be unreal. You finish 20th, and you'll probably be happy with your finish this year because the competition level is off the charts. So you'll kick it all off. Sunset Speedway, race number one for you guys. I believe it's May 14th weekend, and then off to CTMP. Um, With you having your best finish ever at Sunset Speedway, 
probably a natural response is you can't wait to get to Sunset Speedway, not to mention race one, but a track you're good at. Or is that a fair assessment? Do you have another track that you really can't wait to get to in 2022? Well, definitely. I've, I've, I've you know, done a million short tracks in my life, and especially, especially Southern Ontario, my uh, my home. Um, but I, I, I'm hoping to get better at the road courses. I'm not a road course guy, but uh, I'd like to have a good a top five. Uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park would be awesome. A, a dream of mine, but uh, even top ten or even finishing in the lead lap, is always good for me as well. So you're in the 84. Uh, that's going to be your car number. Uh, I think back, J.R. Fitzpatrick was the 84 guy. Um, that car number, how did you acquire the 84? A gentleman by the name of Keith Barton used to drive the 84 in the hobby division for decades and decades and decades and decades. Uh, I drove a tour modified for him through uh, New York State, Pennsylvania and stuff. And it was always 84. Um, and then when I went, came back to Canada to drive late models, I ran 84 in late models for years in respect to that gentleman. He's like my, my racing father. He was a mentor and he was an amazing man. He passed away two years ago. And, uh, yeah, I've always carried on the 84 for him. Um, you know, great man. And, uh, you know, I do it in his, uh, honor. Final question for you tonight, Larry, and then we'll let you off the hot seat because I know you're probably at work, uh, fireman <laughs> by day, race car driver uh, when you can be. Uh, yes, tell us about the crew you got assembled this year. Who you got on the box? Who have you got supporting you uh, through, through the 22 campaign? Yes, definitely. You always got to mention the family. Family supports me 100% by giving me the time and the opportunity to go down to the shop and, you know, every racer. I think we put we put in you know I think we put in 14 hours yesterday on the, on the cars, but uh, I got Howie Cannell on top of the box for the oval tracks. He's uh, on board for the full season. He'll be on the box for Matthew Cannell for the five road courses. And then I got Dave Stevens on the box. He's been a, a good friend of mine forever and ever and ever. He uh, works hand in hand with me at the shop every day. He'll be on the box for the five road courses. And then uh, I got um, Phil Winters, Todd Cresswell, Brian Bram Hall. And then uh, my cousin Dean, um, yeah, these guys have been with me for the last three or four years, like complete team. And then uh, some of them have been with me for make a decade or so as well. So, yeah, it's exciting. Um, can't wait. Uh, always looking to better our little team. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to complete every lap this year. And uh, excited to hopefully promote O'Neill Electric as much as we can. We've got a whole bunch of counter days and car shows and uh, very excited i uh, scared for the competition in this series, but uh, competition just makes you better, so bring it on. Absolutely. Well said. We hope to see you in Victory Lane, Larry. You deserve it, man. You've earned your way uh, to that Victory Lane, and uh, I got a sneaky suspicion 2022 could be the year, my friend. You make it into Victory Lane, and uh, you, you'll show them, guys. It'll be a party, I can guarantee it, and we'll save your seat right <laughs> you know here what? on race time. Definitely. Well, you guys, thank you for everything you guys do as well. You betcha, Larry. Thanks so much for the time. Get back to it. No calls tonight. You get to sleep, buddy. Thanks. You guys have a great one. Thanks. Take care. <laughs> you Thanks, betcha. Larry, Larry Jackson, uh, a great competitor. Uh, you can catch him in the NASCAR Penny Series. Uh, he is going to be, Joe, one of those guys you got to watch. He is elevating his game each and every year. Yeah, definitely. And you look at, uh, you know, he, he's got a corporate sponsor. And, you know, you look at uh, 
and it, it points to the accessibility and and it kind of looks at the the overall you know grand scheme of where the Pinty series is headed um you know a, a team like Larry Jackson he said it himself he was a field filler for for a handful of years there yeah um he was just there at the racetrack uh, you know he was either wrenching on it or driving it and when he was driving it he was also wrenching on it yeah. and you know yeah, yeah. for for a handful of years there and uh you know, they were bringing a race car to the racetrack, and that was the extent of it. They were happy to be there and, and, and getting after it. Um, you know, they've built a program and, you know, arguably one of the best executed sponsorships. And this is a, this is a bold statement, but one of the best executed sponsorships uh, on the racetrack last year was O'Neill Electric. He did a great job with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee hand tools. And, you know, when you would go to the racetrack, you would see a lot of O'Neill shirts and O'Neill hats. And uh, they they had, you know, people from from the corporate uh, sponsorship there at the racetrack um, you know they did a, a wonderful job with that aspect of it and then as well elevated their performance level and yep. you can hear it now you know putting 14 hours in uh, you know a, a month and a half before the season um, and and getting after it their, their performance level is only going to continue to uh, to rise up and and uh, Larry Jackson you know we, I've seen him drive everything with four wheels here in Ontario um, the guy has been a staple at short tracks whether it be Flamborough or the old Mossport or or Peterborough Speedway wherever it yeah. was yeah, yeah. Um, you know when you've seen Larry Jackson rolling through the back gate he he was there to to race and and race hard and uh you know just he, he's a great cat um a, a, a true ambassador for the sport i i don't i don't think i've ever seen him without a smile on his face no. at the racetrack no um you know every time a microphone goes in his face he's going to say nice things about the sport and yep. he's and right on he's it. going to uh he's definitely going to uh elevate you know whatever series that he's in um and and it takes guys like that to to make a successful deal and and uh the penny series should be honored to have a guy like that because he's uh he's he's a true he's a true cat and uh gary calling says uh larry jackson 84 forever there you That's, go yeah. <laughs> okay we're gonna take a quick break we will be back uh when we get, when we do get back East Coast International uh, Pro Stock Tour is where we're going to go. Zing. All the way out to the East Coast. We're going to grab the number 67, Dylan Blankhorn, and uh, check in with Dylan. It's been a long time since we checked in with uh, Dylan. We'll find out if he's still got Black Betty. See how he's making out for 2022. He'll probably tell us that he's retired four times. Uh, You know, he's going to tell us all the stories. We're going to find out on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. You know, I got into Kenny a couple times coming through one and two, and, and a finger came out the side window. And I don't know which finger it was, whether it was pointing me inside or not. So I went inside. Hey, race fans, it's the 82 Fortino's dad, Dave Conlon from Ottawa, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Check us out at a local school. Go to fuelforthelusions.com. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuel the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. 
Quickwit Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. Lead singer of Great Big C, Alan Doyle. There's a song on the, the, on the record called Back to the Harbor, which is the title track that I actually sing with my dad. And then the one you made reference to, the Back Home on the Island, is, is one of the songs that really I, I always reference it as an old Ron Hines, a famous Newfoundland songwriter song, but it was, the words could have been spoken out of my father or or my uncle's mouth, you know, it's like a, it was just it's one of those perfect paintings. Sirius XM Channel 167. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled life style programs 24 7 go green with rev tv contact your tv provider to order now a flashback in canadian music history here's eric elper rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super and Pro Lay model teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on Racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and Super Pro Light models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the Street Stock 100 and the Super Pro Light model Western Rattler 300. The green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her in one piece. From the high banks of Daytona to the snow banks in Canada, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. I know, I know, we had that camera turned just a little bit. Junior said, I don't want to be in the shot. I don't want to be in the shot, so we turned it a little <laughs> bit. And then, of course, everybody watching hey. in on Facebook says, hey, we can't see Junior. Now, number one thing here. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to address this. Okay, go ahead. All right, so we're doing a Facebook Live here. That's and, right. And there's a desk in front. Yeah. And 
you are not allowed to wear socks and sandals. Like, no. It's a thing. Why? You, just, you can't wear socks and sandals. Nobody can do that. Why not? You're not allowed to. It's Why? like a thing. It's a, it's a faux pas. Okay. You're not allowed to do that. Now, I wore sandals over here to the Race Time Radio Studio. Yeah, no, you can. Oh, you They're can. calling me Barefoot Junior. Oh. <laughs> That's the new nickname from uh, there you from, go. from the the starter over at Sunset there, Mr. Russell. Yeah, he uh, he's calling me Barefoot Junior. Barefoot. But you know what? It's uh, you're lucky I'm wearing pants. Yeah. I mean, this is usually a radio show. <laughs> if uh, you're, you're yeah. lucky, look at that. Oh, I'm yeah. pants. If you've been seeing uh, the condition good. of us a few times, I'll tell you that uh, we're going to get <laughs> Dylan Blankhorn up on this hotline. There is no beer here. Why is there no beer? Well, on this I set? I don't know. I don't know. I I can bet Not you, though, thing. the 67 cars probably had a set or two this weekend. He was having fun last night. I can guarantee that. Let's welcome in Dylan Blankhorn, driver of the 67 out there on Canada's East Coast. What's going on there, Dillmeister? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing real good, man. It's been too, too long since we've uh, sat down and had a discussion with you, my friend. How are things looking for uh, this season in that East Coast International Pro Stock Tour in that 67? Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, seems like a decade. Um, we uh, the car the cars are in storage right now. Um, we're going to. Uh, I've been thinking about. I'm pretty excited actually. I haven't been this excited for a, for a season uh, for a while. Uh, we're going to get the cars out of storage here probably real soon and and uh, start tweaking on them and and uh, get ready for the upcoming season. Will it be Black Betty coming back to the racetrack, Scotia Speed World Race One, or will it be a different car? Uh, yeah, well, Betty, uh, we're gonna. Uh, the plan is I haven't really sat down and, and figured it out yet, but I'm thinking uh, we're gonna try to do probably three or four of the big races, um, and just kind of have fun with it, and and just kind of just pick and choose. I mean, we, we'd like to be there for all the races, but it's just uh, it's 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 a, just a full time job, and, and yeah. uh, just with work and everything, it just kind of doesn't allow us to to, to spend. I mean, we, we could do it, but but uh, to be competitive, you got to uh, you know, like I said, it, it's a it's a full time job. It's, it's tough. There's well, a lot of, I mean, there's always been competition, but it's just if, if you're not at it every every weekend, it's it's just kind of just tough to, to stay competitive. And anybody that knows you, Dylan, uh, knows that you go at this 110%. You don't go out there to run around and say, oh, yeah, we're happy with the top five or top ten tonight. Uh, you guys go out there full tilt to win each and every race that you jump into, and there's a good chance that you're going to go out there and be successful. Uh, we've seen you win a lot of races in the Pro Stock Tour. Uh, the uh, it, Would it be safe to say then, Race number one is that one that you have got sort of circled on the calendar, or if you get into race number one and you are successful, then all of a sudden, look at that, you'll be in the points, and then the pressure's all added. Do you uh, do a, a Jeff Hanley and stay out of race number one just to purposely not be in the points? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to see uh, right, right now, actually, we... The, uh, we had the, the shop we were using where the we we're using the shop where the dealership is and the guys kind of kicked me out of there and <laughs> and uh, we, it's a, currently set up as a it's a detail bay for for one of our detailers so I'll have to uh, I'll have to kick him back out and take over my space to to have the race car shop back but um, I'll have to see what he says there first before we before we start to 
bring the cars over to the shop. But, but uh, yeah, like I said, if, if we run the first race, we're probably more likely to, to run in the points. Just probably, probably I mean, we got we got a lot of good guys, and and uh, we've done it for a long time now, right? People don't realize we had a lot of dedicated people. Just it's just not one or two guys. It's six or seven guys that you know dedicate a lot of their weekends, most most of their weekends to to the race team and and uh, you know we're we're all we're volunteers right we're just friends and backyard guys and and uh, it's a big commitment to to you know sacrifice a lot family and and staff and i think everyone everyone uh, we, we definitely miss it we, we talked about it quite a bit but, but like i said um we'll have to get the breath there the detailer kicked out of the detail shop and we'll have a race car shop back and we'll see uh you never know that he might make a, an appearance the first race. <laughs> you got to dry the floor off after the detailer's done, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, uh, you you did uh, you did touch on uh, you know a, a pretty big thing there with uh, you know the the dedication and the time and and all of that stuff. Um, it, when it comes time for for getting ready, uh, take us through. A week of, of race preparation. Now, obviously, take into consideration you didn't wreck the week before. You're gonna you're gonna race the next week. But give the fans, give people listening, you know, a kind of a, a look behind the screen door, if you will, on on what it takes to get ready for a race. Um, I always I always find you know it interesting because uh, it's not just like you uh, you know dust the car off and and uh, roll it back in the trailer. It's there's there's a lot of work there. Yeah. Um... It, it, it really varies year to year. Um, we always had a good group of guys, um, you know, dedicated to Saturday, and and they would they would help through the week. But uh, they've asked multiple times. But um, we'll just we'll come home on a on a Sunday usually, and I won't. Um, it, it it just depends. Like when we were taking it, I mean, there was probably a, a three year span there when we really really wanted to to win a championship, and and uh, we would come home and probably unload the car on like a Tuesday and uh, I'd have uh, one or two of my buddies come help and we just kind of clean the trailer and, and I'd get the car out and uh, it, a lot of people that know me well um, I kind of like to do I just I, I like to do a lot of the work and, and I just like to take my time and I would just kind of the first night I'd sit there and do the maintenance stuff and like I said if we, if we didn't wreck or anything obviously if you if you if you smash it up or wad it up you take care of the damage first, and and uh, but if you, if you don't don't have any damage, you, I mean, we, a lot of the times we would repack the wheel bearings every every second race, and you know we we take apart the brakes and you go over the braking system and change pads quite often, and you change your fluids. We change fluids quite often too. It's it's crazy, really. Now thinking back at how often you know we would probably change parts and and replace parts. You could probably run another race or two, but it's just like I said, you know, when when you got the big teams doing that stuff, you got to uh, you got to stay competitive. Yeah. And uh, we'd always try to, I mean, we'd always try to be ready by Thursday or Friday. But I remember the last the last few years um, with the with the businesses and stuff, and everyone was pretty busy. There was a lot of times we would uh, meet at the shop on like a I'd get the car ready, and and we'd get meet at the shop on a Saturday morning and put it on the scales and get the get the springs and then shocks changed over and and scale it the, the day the day of the race and put it in the trailer and go to the racetrack i hate i hate to admit that but 
a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times that's what we did. But like I said, when we were taking it serious, it's it's a it's a four it's a four or five night week uh, deal to to get one of those cars ready, and that's that's just one car, right? And like I said, that's that's you know if you don't damage it, if you if you damage it, um, goodness, there was there was many times, you know, I'd you'd work in the car Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday all day, and and then the last the last few years, I uh, my buddy Lonnie uh, Somerville, he he helped me out quite a bit, so he'd be at the racetrack, and and sometimes he would uh, he'd show up a few few days before the race, and we'd we'd work in the car, and and uh, it was just tough. Like I was out, of, I took a year off, and uh, and I only ran I think three times last year, and I mean we were we showed up and we were we were still running on notes from. 2019 right yep and you know i mean things things with these cars they change weekly if you don't stay on top of things you know you're going to get behind if you don't stay on the latest trends absolutely and i just found like last year we were there and we led laps in, in every race we, we we ran in but we just just missed a little bit i think the one the one time we had a good run we i think we ended up third at, at halifax and like the car, the car was good. Like I, I wouldn't after the race. Like I, I wouldn't have changed very much. And then I realized, I was like, wow, okay, you know, we got, we probably got some work to do because I thought the car was half decent. And we, we still ran third. Like those guys are, are quite a bit ahead of us. So, but anyway, that's just kind of how we go about it. And absolutely. And I'd like to say we're going to spend more time at it this year, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're gonna to go to the racetrack. We're gonna to go to the racetrack more and, and test. I mean, we're, we're not gonna run the races that the other guys are gonna be running, but I bet you, uh, I bet you will put the most test laps in this year. We are uh, we are live on Facebook Live now. This is the first time for for Race Time Radio. Uh, but if anybody's got a question for Dylan Blankhorn, um, you can fire it off in the chats, and and uh, uh, hopefully we uh, we can get it done. Don't ask too many technical questions because he doesn't he doesn't give a whole lot of information no, on the technical side. No, no, he's uh, he's pretty tight lipped about that stuff. But uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, Dylan, uh, uh, looking at uh, you know you touched on the testing aspect and. And those those types of things. When you get behind, um, you know, when you get behind by a couple of years, or or, you, or even just a couple of races, it seems nowadays. Um, is it is it one thing? Is it fifty things that are small? Is it like what is it typically that uh, that that you get behind on? Yeah, it's funny. It's like I said, things things change week to week. It's I mean, there'll be it's kind of monkey see, monkey do, and in, in the soccer. Uh, scene, like it's not very often that one one thing or, or one adjustment or one part will will change a car, but it, it it's like it's like five to ten little things. You know, you might find some speed in the back end, or you might find some speed in the front end, or or you know, it's uh, something to do with tires or the next the new spring lift though. That you know, where all of a sudden there's one one guy that has it and you show up to the race next week and four other guys have it or, you know, you try to, you try to hide it, this stuff as much as you can, but when guys are taking tires on and off and, you know, you might find a, a lot of the guys run the, the bump stuff like external away from the, the shocks now. So it's kind of, you try to keep that stuff covered up, but you can see it. It's easier to see now. And, you know, you'll run a, you'll find a bump stop combination that you think works and 
and you know because it you, you don't try to make it obvious but race car race car drivers and teams they're 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 looking at your stuff right especially when you're parked five feet away from from everybody Absolutely. Um, you know you show up with something and you, you might run good and next week you you notice or you notice that uh, you know when the guy next to you has it on and and they're not, right? And the uh, news travels extremely fast in yeah. the racing community. <laughs> it's, and it's, uh, it's kind of the, the someone, beauty. If someone has something that you know that works, they uh, it's it's quite fast. But other teams there have it. Absolutely, it's kind of self policing in that in that re- aspect, right? When you look at Formula One, they're all they're all tucked away in their garages, and nobody's allowed <laughs> in there to take a look at it. But if you look at like the the stock car world, we're we're right on top of one another. When well, you, they got binoculars, oh, so absolutely, you got, in, right? Uh, yeah, you got guys walking around with with fan shirts on, taking pictures with a with a DSLR oh, camera, yeah, right? Wayne, <laughs> uh, you, guys, you guys thought Wayne Smith was a good tech man. You you give uh, you give a race car driver. Tell them to walk the walk the pits. The, they'll find some pretty neat pretty, little nuggets. Pretty quick to they're pretty quick to run to the tech guy and, and point fingers. But. Absolutely. Uh, we got a question here from Freddie Bannister. What was the biggest win of your pro stock run, and what is a race you want to win that you haven't on the pro stock tour or open race? Uh, that's, that's a good question, uh, Fred. Uh, the biggest win for sure was. Um, in 2017, it was the IWK 250. Uh, we won that, and and uh, mo- mostly because I mean it's a big, obviously a, a big big race, but mostly because uh, my uh, we were, Mark Martin was in that race, and and uh, my grandfather Sheldon, he was a he's a huge part was a huge part of the race team for for a very long time, and and that was his uh, kind of favorite driver, uh, you know, in NASCAR. Um, and to see him, see my grandfather, he doesn't show very much emotion. And, uh, it was funny when he, he walked up to Mark and to get his autograph and he looked like a little kid <laughs> uh, going up to him and, and, uh, and talking to him and getting his autograph and, and Mark's a really, really good guy. And just to see, just, just to win the race and then see my grandfather's excitement. And, um, yeah, that was just a neat deal and to be in victory lane with Mark and, and Sheldon and, and he he was he was a big fan. He had a he had a cardboard cutout in his living room for years. So yeah, he was he was a pretty big fan. So that that's definitely the biggest win. And actually, Lonnie on Lonnie and I were talking this weekend or last weekend um, that uh, the, only, the only race I'd like to get the triple crown um, in the the six sixty two fifty. I'd like to win that. I think we only ran it once, and it's just a track. It's just a tough track. We never. Uh, we ran it in the tour for a few years, and then the, the tour stopped going there. But we ran second, I think, to Cole one one weekend, and it's just a it's a tough little track, and and uh, I, I get I get motion sick, believe it or not. A lot of guys know that, but and it just I found it's the constant turning. I you never really get a break, and it just kind of it was hard to hard to get my head around it. It uh, it's just a tough little place, so. But uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna start going up there and, and trying to win. It's, it's just a it's just a tough place, and, and you get a lot of the guys um, that that run there all the time. It's just tough. But I could we could never we could never get get the setup right. It's just it was just it was just different. Just a just one for the bucket list, I guess. And I, I think we're gonna start running up there and 
and uh, you know it's not going to be not going to be easy. But you know you're not going to. You're not going to win if you don't show up. Well, if there's a guy that likes a challenge, Dylan Blankhorn, it's got to be you. I remember that IWK250 win. I remember all the wins that uh, Race Time Radio is part of out there. And I'll tell you what, you're some exciting. And I know uh, we all look forward to seeing you back on the track in that East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Uh, we're right up alongside the break. We've got to throw it back to Toronto. But, Dylan, we want to thank you for your time tonight on Race Time. Uh, we're not going to have this big gap in between visits, okay? Awesome. I look forward to it. And do us a favor. Say hi to the old boy. I know he's still healing up with his, uh, with his leg troubles. And uh, you give him our best. Uh, I want to see him this summer. I will go for sure. You betcha. That's Dylan Blankhorn, driver of the 67, out there on Canada's East Coast, dynamite driver, Junior. Dynamite. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he, you still talk to him and you still look at him as one of the young guys, right? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he does have a full-time job. He's got, you know, he's got a business to operate and he's got all those things. And, and he's been there and done that on the winning side, on the, on the competition side. Um, you know, he is, he's a true blue racer and, uh, you know, hats off to, uh, to that entire camp. And he, I know he's saying right now that he doesn't yeah. want to run for points, but if he goes out there and wins, night number one yeah look out it's yeah, on you you touched on it yeah the, i laughed when you said the jeff hanley thing because that's it that's a jeff hanley move we gotta go. run we gotta run we will be back our number two will begin i gotta throw it to toronto get you up to date on news and highlights the uh iphone we're shooting it on facebook is just about dead sue's gonna do a switcheroo so you may lose us on facebook but uh, hang tight. We'll get you back. I got another phone. We'll get you dialed in there. But you know you can always tune in on racetimeradio.com or Sirius XM Channel 167. I am going to throw it to Toronto. Junior and I are going to be back with all of you in uh, like 90 seconds. So uh, we'll do that. And uh, Nick Ledson going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got a Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow. The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. The new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. <laughs> With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins. Uh, I know things look a little messed up over there in Facebook land, but Sue will get that sorted out. Uh, double, triple tasking tonight. We got uh, Nick Ludson going to join us on the hotline. Uh, he goes from uh, right here in Ontario. 
down to Nashville uh, with his Inex Legend car. And what's he do? He goes out and wins. That's what he did this past weekend, Junior. And uh, let's welcome Nick to the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Nick? How are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Fantastic. Man, congratulations. You hit pay dirt down in Nashville. How was that? Yes, sir. Uh, it was great. Um, just an amazing team working with down here, Devo Motorsports. They always give me a stout piece to run. And, uh, yeah, we uh, showed up, ran quick in practice, put it on the stump and qualifying, and uh, capped it off after a four-car invert and ended up with the trophy after. Ooh, got to love it when a plan comes together like that. Was there a, a million cars down there in Nashville? Uh, I take it a national event. Uh, quite a few cars show up. Uh, yeah, they're they're usually bigger events. This one, it was their uh, their spring opener, so Highland Rim. It was their opening night, and uh, we had cars showing up that are going to be running the spring national event um, along with the locals that usually run here. So uh, it was a more stout field than they would normally have, and uh, yeah, it's always good to come down here and have some more competition and go racing. Ooh, you want to believe it? Now, where is home for you, Nick? Where about do you live? I'm out of Orangeville, Ontario. Ah, right out of Orangeville. So uh, probably a natural. You're running the uh, Ontario East Series. Uh, uh, it, well, it used to be ran by Jeff Drimmy. Now you got Kevin Fozzie and uh, Robin taking over uh, the reins now. Things are going to be all regenerated now. The pandemic is uh, maybe not over, winding down, let's call it that. Uh, will you be a natural to run that series this year? So um, we don't really have a full-time set schedule just yet. We're more so kind of seeing what's available and running what we can at home, seeing what events are open in the States to run, and, and just searching out the competition and, and going where we feel like the best events could be and uh, just trying to showcase ourselves and, and the team down here and uh, run, run the big events. Nick, uh, talk a little bit about the, the Legends program. Um, you know, and, and I, I want to know because I, I feel that you guys all gravitate towards the Legends for, for this, the same uh, type of reason, and I, I think it would surprise a lot of fans. But talk a little bit why, why Legends Car Racing. Why did you choose Legends Car Racing? Why is that the series that, that you like, and, and why is that the series that you chose? Yeah, it's it's a very very popular series, especially more down south. It's used more um, as a stepping stone class, is generally how I would explain it. Yep. Uh, kids come out of go karts, quarter midgets, whatever they may run between ages five to say twelve, and they'll jump into a legend car because the way they have it built down here is you get into your legend car, you can run the four separate divi- well three separate divisions of young lions, which is twelve to sixteen year old semi pro. Um, which is drivers with a little more experience. And then you got the pro division, which is your more so your future stars, your, your late model drivers, your NASCAR futures. Um, and then the master's division, which is, I think it's 35 and older. For sure. Um, so we originally, I ran go-karts from the time I was seven, um, all over, same kind of deal we do now. Uh, started out a Simcoe Kart Club in Sutton, uh, fell in love with that, ran a couple of winter tour races down in Florida, and then one of our buddies, Grant Quinlan, jumped into a legend car, and he was moving into a new car, was talking to my dad, um, so we hooked up with them and ended up getting their old car off them. And then it, you do one lap in a car, and you're, you're hooked. So uh, that was, I think that was seven or eight years ago now, and uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good ride, and I love the, 
the legend cars, the competitiveness, they're all a stock car, sealed motors. Um, the rule book's really tight, so you've got very little wiggle room mechanically with the car, so it does come down to a lot of driver. Um, I've, I've shown guys, you can get into anyone's car and generally run around the same times because every car is so much alike. Absolutely. Um, I, I find it you know, really interesting when I, when I talk to somebody that has got out of a big car you know, whether it be a late model, whether it be a limited late model or a street stock, a super stock, you know, I, I talk to somebody that uh, gets out of a, a big car and they get into a Legends and they're astounded at how fun they are to drive. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, you, you talk to guys like, and, and I'm just local, right? I, to be honest with you, Legends car racing really wasn't on my radar um, it was on my radar. I knew Legends car existed, but but really, you know, living in Sobble Beach or or like near Sobble Beach, um, Legends weren't a part of of Sobble Speedway until what Jason Tom took yeah. over, right? Yeah, until that, last that year, was, well, well, last yeah, year on a full time basis. On a full time basis, yeah, yeah. But but like really, um, like Legends cars, they they were kind of Peterborough, you know, east eastern yeah. Ontario, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then as well into Quebec and and uh, over into the Maritimes. Um, but really, you know, taking a deep dive into the, the specs and, and how the technical procedures are uh, with them, uh, just an incredible platform for, for teams. Um, you know, you don't need to look across the pits and think that that guy's beating you because he's cheating. All you need to do is just measure the part that you think he's cheating on because there's a rule for it in yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty neat. It's uh, the, the grand scheme of things, when you look at weight to, to tire ratio, um, you know, you're you're equal to that of a super late model. You know, it's yep. uh, um, and and you know your tight wheelbase, tight tight radius uh, on the corners. Um, you've got uh, you've got to wheel the thing in order to make time, and and uh, uh, that's got to be you know a big part of uh, of the fun of Legends Car Racing. And and really, we're seeing a boom right now. You know, you look at how many cars that were in Ontario um, in 2015 versus now. And man, there's there's a pile of legends cars here in Ontario now. Yeah, we I've seen the full swing of it. Um, our first season with the Ontario Legends series, it definitely felt more as uh, a hobby series, almost towards like what the um, Canadian Vintage Modified series was. And uh, we really have seen it kind of blossom into this huge um, upcoming series with tons of cars. The car counts have been great. Younger drivers. Um, and, and really just making it go from, oh, one or two guys can kind of run away with it. Uh, now you got the top 10 gets really tight most nights out in, uh, in any local race in Ontario. So it's been, it's been amazing to watch and, uh, and to race against some good friends that I, I grew up karting with and then they transitioned as well into the legend cars. And, and it is the power to weight ratio on a legend car is uh, some people, they don't really understand it too much, but for it to be, 1230 pounds with me in the car on a three-cylinder bike engine pushing 140 horses uh you get moving oh, what yeah. would it be with colton yeah, yeah. in the car uh well 
Golden would have to hang on to the wheels. That six foot nine guy, uh, he would be the chassis, the motor, and the wheels, and I think he would still be over the weight. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Colton's a Colton's a great dude, man. That's I was following. Yeah, I was following along all weekend on his social, and uh, you guys look like you guys had a lot of fun down there. Um, there is a there is a comment here on Facebook Live, Nick. Um, yep. Kent Kent Corbett. Um, he posted, "If you want the biggest races, you need to come east for the IWK weekend at Riverside Speedway." I guess there's a huge Legends oh, car race that weekend at yeah. the uh, at Riverside Speedway. So uh, that's just a comment here on Facebook Live. Thanks, Kent. Oh, we'll be. Uh, I've always wanted to go out to Riverside or run out out east. My crew chief down here, Ryan McIntosh, is originally from Nova Scotia. Okay. Uh, so that, I have the connection to out east. Braden Langell actually will be racing the series down here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've been talking a little bit to him here uh, today, and. Uh, yeah, out east, a lot of talent comes from out east. You come down to these national events, and those guys from out there are always running around the front, whether it's Corey Hall, Col- the Butchers used to run a lot, uh, Waylon Farrell, uh, Austin. Uh, McDonald. Yeah, Austin McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my memory's going a little bit last night. Uh, <laughs> Broadway did us in last night. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you can go all the way out to Newfoundland, man. If you've got one of those Inex cars, uh, same thing out in Saskatoon. Uh, they got legends. Uh, you could run anywhere in the country with one of those. Uh, what is going to be your next race? Uh, well, we got the series down here. It starts up practice day is Tuesday, and then we'll have Wednesday to Saturday we'll be racing. So Wednesday and Thursday are at Highland Rim. And uh, the Friday, Saturday are at the fairgrounds on uh, their inside track there. Um, After that, we aren't 100% sure on what the next step will be, but uh, I'm sure we'll find our way onto a track somewhere. Uh, I can well imagine you're going to. Nick, congratulations on the win. Sponsorship on that 15 car. Who you got supporting you, man? Uh, I got Devo Motorsports uh, has done everything for this week down here. They asked me to to run the car for them. And, uh, again, I can't. Uh, say enough about those guys. Uh, so Devo Keith and Ryan McIntosh were preparing that. I got Colton Everingham down here. Uh, he, he wants to say, well, we'll give him his first crew chief win last night. Hey. He had a lot of help. And uh, 100%. He, he went, he transitioned, he quit after his first win. Now he's, uh, I don't know what we'll call him, but he's a good hand down here now. He's a groupie now. That's what you can call him. Yeah, he's our party coordinator. <laughs> That's well, a good time right there. Good good luck the rest of the way. Uh, look forward to seeing you up here in Ontario or maybe out in the Maritimes. Uh, uh, we plan on making it around the country quite a bit this year. Uh, look forward, Nick, to hopefully uh, seeing you at a racetrack at some point this year. That'd be cool. Yes, sir. Thank you. Nick, thanks so much for the time tonight. Uh, real interesting. Junior goes down there. Uh, it sounds like he loves to travel. Yep. You got the right car. I'll tell you what. Uh, eyes as big as saucers. Uh, Matt Crafton, when Matt Crafton was running the IWK 250 in the Pro Stock Tour, uh, Thursday night is practice night ahead of the weekend, right? So, uh, of course, Matt Crafton gets in. Uh, him and Junior Joiner uh, were, were together. Yep. They get into Riverside. They're there getting ready to uh, practice the Cat for Kids car. Um, he, he, at the same time, though, you got Legends because the uh, League of Legends is going to run yeah. their big feature on uh, Friday night. Um, so the Legend cars are there. They're getting test time as well. 
Matt Crofton looked over, said to Donald Chisholm, you know, I have never ran in one of those legend cars. He said, they look like a gas. Yeah. And Donald said, come on, come on. Uh, one of the crew guys from Donald's team owned, I don't know whether it was one or two, of the legends that were there testing that night. And Matt Crafton gets out of the, the Toyota and jumps into a legend car for the first time. Went out there. He had a smile a mile wide. He loved it. He oh, yeah. said, you want to talk about a handful. Uh, high banks at uh, Riverside. And Matt wasn't, you know, three-time champion in the Craftsman trucks. He ain't going to go out there and just ride around. No, he's going to go rip He's going to go out there and he's going to give I'm her. I'm dropping the hammer. And is he? Yeah. <laughs> he goes out there and really does it. But yep. I'll tell you what. He absolutely loved it. So. Yeah. Watch out if you're around. Uh, if Matt Crafton's around Nashville, Nick, look out. I've had I've had three moments in motorsports that stand out to me as like really powerful moments in in motorsports. Um, the first one is standing at the at the uh, like up against the fence at Daytona and watching cars go by. Yeah. When you stand up against the fence, and, and really it doesn't have to be at Daytona because you get the same feeling at, at a mile and a half. You get the same feeling at a place where they're doing, you know, 200, 200 plus mile an hour. Crazy feeling. It's intense. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at, at a NASCAR track, right? Um, so that is that's P1 on the list. P2 on the list for me, mm. like those wow eyeballs popping out of your head, that's crazy. Right. Volusia County walking underneath the uh, the uh, concourse, if you will, the grandstands, walking underneath and having a 410 sprint car rip by. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was my first time ever at a World of Outlaw sprint car race. That'll get your attention. And I, I was astounded. I was like, that's craziness. That shouldn't be legal. Like, yeah. it's like that that guy is, is clinically insane. And then they put 30 of them on the track and they go have at it. Now, you get that same feeling at every... Um, sprint car, sprint race. car race. It doesn't yep. matter if it's 360, whether it's 410, even even the crate cars are crazy fast. Um, but that is a moment that stands out to me. P3 on the list is Legends cars. And, and that's a bold statement. But uh, we're standing in tech. At, now, I had seen the Legends cars on the track yeah. before, never at Riverside. I had seen the Legends cars at Scotia Speed World. I'd seen them down south, you know, all, all different places. Um, we were there in tech, um, uh, getting the NASCAR Pinty's cars through. And if you know Riverside, the actual tech garage is right alongside turn three and four. So really, when you're in the tech garage, it feels like you could reach out and touch turn three and four. You just about could. You just about could. If yeah. I had a little bit longer arms, we'd be there. But you're close to the racetrack, and there's no catch fence. There's no nothing, right? You're, nope. you're very close. You're, you're open. And... Uh, you know, we pushing the cars down, and uh, uh, I'm standing there on my phone, leaning up against the side of the car, you know, it, just the way they are. Yeah. And those guys rolled out on the racetrack, and they did a couple yellow laps, right? There's practice. It's They're just out there doing a couple yellow laps, and, you know, it, you're not thinking anything of it. They're just a car on the racetrack. When they went green, yeah. the, the first car that went by me was bouncing off the chip into the center of the corner. Uh. And I looked up and I was like, oh my, like, it sounded like he was wrecking. Yeah. Cause like he's going that fast. Yeah. And not and lifting, right? Not, and caught me by surprise. Like, my Lord, I, I, he could have been doing 400 mile an hour. Like, yeah. that's what it sounded like. It felt like everything. But it's funny that, that you talk about Matt Crafton with those cars at Riverside because they are 
absolutely scorching fast. And uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you have those moments in motorsports that stand out in your mind. I imagine that you've got a lot of them out there. Whoever's listening on Facebook, you know, comment uh, on here. But uh, uh, those are my top three moments of, of, you know, realizing the speed of of motorsports. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I love the Legend Series. Uh, More about them as we move down the list. We're going to hit another quick break here. When we come back, we are going to talk Western Rattler 300, all coming up at Penticton Speedway in B.C., uh, April 29th and 30th. We've been working on talking to the drivers that are going to participate in the weekend. Uh, Friday night, qualifying for both street stocks and late models. Uh, The street stock guys are going to run the Venom 100, and uh, they're going to qualify in. They will run again on Saturday night, along with the, the, the pro late models, super late models, and they will run the Western Rattler 300. Street Stocks will do the Western Rattler 100 on Saturday night. We are going to talk to a Street Stock guy next, and we'll catch up with the late model. Street Stock guy coming up, uh, Garnet Grimard. I believe I hammered it that time. Grimard. That is, uh, uh, that's Garnet's last swing. name. Yeah, Took yeah. a couple swings of the hammer, though. That's okay. We got Garnet's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay there. Hey, race fans, this is Larry Barrio, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talk. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in British Columbia, Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th, for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on racetimeradio.com. For tickets and event info, get to penticktonspeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her in one piece. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. For two decades. Hello, fellow Americans. The artists who make history. It's the music that keeps me going. Have made it. Here, we live 20 years of Sirius XM with performances, interviews, and magic moments from Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, and so much more. We're going to do some acoustic versions of songs off of Lover. 20 years, 20 defining moments, one collection. Only on the SXM app. Thank you so much. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Comic and impressionist Rich Little. I imitate a lot of people on radio. You know, people listening thought they were the real people. So they wanted to meet Elvis and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. And so they all came down to the radio station and they said to me, Oh, Rich, when you walk out, they're going to mob you. And, um, of course, there weren't any. It was just me. And somebody said, there's nobody. It was just Rich Little. And I walked out and got booed. <laughs> Canada Talks. Sirius XM Channel 167. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? 
DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home great, away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. We're just getting started, and Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But if I was a pet man, I'd say he will. Now, back to Race Time Radio. And the Joes, Joe and Joe Jr. And just like that, we are back with you live tonight on racetimeradio.com, or Sirius XM, channel 167, not live. we got basketball playing right now. Uh, they'll air it. I uh, don't know when, uh, but we're also live on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, go ahead there, Sue, and we will grab Garnet and bring Garnet on Race Time Radio Live. What's going on tonight there, Garnet? How are you, kid? Good, buddy, and how are you? Not doing too bad at all. You got that street stock all tuned to Zoom, buddy? You're, you got a hey, big show to run. We sure do. We're, we're working really hard to make it right so we can put on a good show. You betcha. I've seen a photo of it today. Uh, Beautiful-looking race car. Uh, you are a crafty veteran, my friend. Uh, from what I can understand, you've uh, been a late-model driver before. Now you're uh, into the street stock. Man, I'll tell you what, your uh, street stock looks the same as some late models. Well, that, 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 it sure does, but that's the way things seem to be going lately. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty fast little car, and uh, we're really excited to be heading down to Penticton there for the Rattler. And, and uh, yeah, the, we... You know, I've driven uh, in the late model series for uh, about 15 years, so it's time to slow down maybe a little tiny bit, but these cars <laughs> here now are getting pretty fast. So. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't, where, where, where do you call home, Garnet? I call home on Williams Lake, B.C., yep. Ah, beautiful location, right? Williams Lake, uh, uh, one of those spots I got to go see when I'm out there, man. I love that. Uh, B.C. is beautiful pretty well anywhere you go in the province. But uh, Williams Lake is a real nice-looking joint. Yeah, you betcha. We have a really great stampede on, on July 1st weekend, and, and we have great racing at that time, too. So it's a, it's a good time. Good deal. Uh, tracks that you have raced at. As a veteran, have you got around the province much? Have you got out of province? Where all have you well, been? Well, we've been to Heights. We've been to Prince George, uh, Quinnell, Williams Lake, of course. Uh, we run the dirt track in Clearwater and Merritt. And uh, we've been down to uh, some of the, some of the stuff in the states. Uh, nothing too much down there, but uh, but mostly in BC. Yeah, yeah, and nothing wrong with that, right? You get around the province. Uh, a lot of good short tracks out there that we're just starting to discover. Penticton Speedway. How many laps you got at that? Have you got any wins? Uh, what do well, you think of the track since it's been rebuilt, or have you noticed? Well, I've been, I've been there only as a pit crew. Uh, I haven't actually raced the track since it's been revamped, so uh, we're excited to try that. Uh, like I say, I've been there, been there helping other guys a couple times. So, yeah, we're just gonna put it together and uh, we're gonna give that a whirl. But Pantikin looks like a lot of fun. 
Garnet, uh, talk a little bit. Uh, obviously, you know, there's there's big events, uh, uh, marquee events that racers get excited for every single year. It seems like, you know, and they're built over time, and and uh, you know, there's there's races. Maybe maybe they enjoy the camping at the event, or maybe they enjoy the the actual racing at the event, or or the payout, or you know, there's there's a bunch of different reasons why people like certain races, and it seems like they get up for it. Uh, what does this race mean for you, but also what does what does it feel like for the street stock community uh, with this big race coming on online? Well, you know, it, it's going to be a, a really exciting time for everybody because one thing, it, you know, it's televised at some point, I guess, and, uh, and I mean, it's good exposure. Um, uh, I think Penticton is going to be like the premier uh, racing of, of of BC at this point it looks like this is attracting most of the, the, the quicker drivers and the best cars. So um, I think it's going to be an awesome spot, and we always we always look forward to go to Heights, which is a, a great a great place to go to. We get a lot, draw a lot of Alberta cars, and um, it's a great great racetrack too. It's a little, little bit longer, a little bit higher bank, but uh, pretty exciting times. Strategy for you, Garnet. How are you going to approach us? Uh, you got two big races, really. Friday night in qualifying, the Venom 100 is there. And then, of course, the Western Rattler 100. you got a couple of hundred laps to do. How are you going to approach the weekend? Well, we're, we're, we have to run the same tires for both races. So uh, we got to kind of conserve on the Friday a little bit. Uh, we got to stay on the lead lap, and we got to be quick enough to qualify to run in for the Saturday feature. So uh, I think it's going to be to sort of stay back, uh, conserve the tires a little bit, uh, try and stay, keep the nose on the car, and uh, and hopefully get in a, in a top five or something for the first one. Anyway, how about spotters? Do you guys have spotters for street stock? Are you going to have somebody uh, uh, in your ear helping you out, or have you got to fly this one on your own? Well, uh, normally we don't for the street stocks, uh, but for this one we are allowed to have spotters. So. Um, some of the one of the late model guys that I've been helping is going to be spotting for me. So uh, we got a pretty we got a pretty good rapport and uh, we, we know how to talk to each other and get it around it. So yeah, Thursday's going to be practice. Uh, I bet you can't wait to get to that. Are you going to roll in on Thursday? Be there Thursday night and for the weekend. You bet you. We're going to roll in. I guess the gates are open fairly early and uh, for get in there and get unloaded. So we're going to take a take a real early run at it and get there early and. Uh, and get the car all uh, the pit stall set up and ready to rock. Give uh, give an overview. Obviously, we don't we don't. It's only a two hour show, um, so don't go into super detail. But <laughs> uh, but give an overview of what a street stock is um, in BC. For we have l- listeners here in Ontario across the board, and it seems like uh, there's there's a, a subtle difference when it comes time for street stocks, whether it be uh, you know out east or or here in Ontario or or even across into Saskatoon. What is the overview of a street stock in BC? Well, overview is, is basically a, a stock chassis. You can do a little bit of front-end modifications, but the, the framework and basic suspension have got to pretty well stay stock to the to vehicle that you're working on, whether, whether it's a Camaro, uh, Monte Carlo. Um, uh, it, it, the engines are about, uh, you know, around about 350 to 400 type horsepower engines. Uh, very limited carburation and stuff like that. So, uh, and the, and a limited tire. It's going to be a uh, you know it's a treaded tire, but it's a, it's a good tire. So um, it it does last. It does last a good hundred 
150 laps anyway, for sure. So. so progressive banking at Penticton Speedway. Can't wait to get out there and see the Speedway. But it is progressive banking. Uh, what do you think? Uh, without seeing the track, without being on it, uh, you're going to be maybe running the bottom. You're going to run the top. We know the bottom's the fastest way around or shortest distance. But, man, if you can keep the momentum up, uh, get up close to that wall. I've seen some of the RS1 cars on Rev TV Canada, actually. Those guys were right up against the fence, and, man, they were hauling the mail. Yeah, you're, you're going to actually be touching the wall to be the fast guy out there. Uh, on both the front and the back stretch, you're going to come out of you're going to come out of corner two. You're going to go right up to the wall, and uh, and when you're coming out of uh, corner uh, four, you're going to be right up against the flag stand. So Brad Mann, one of the guys uh, on our broadcast crew, Brad's coming in out of New Brunswick to call this race. Uh, he won't be saying, and there goes someone to the outside of Garnet for the lead. They're not. He's not going to be saying that, right? They're going to have to go up the inside in order to take a spot. Well, you know, that, that's, that's what we hope. But maybe on a restart or something, we're going to be stuck. But uh, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get on the outside and get, get to find the fast lane. And what would it mean to you uh, to go out there and be victorious at the end of the month here? What would it mean to you, bud? Well, you know what? It, it's, it's towards the end of my career, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just having a lot of fun. And if, and if we can get into a, a, a top-notch situation as far as top three or something, hit a podium, we'll be happy and uh and we'd like to have nice, clean racing to try and keep the nose on the thing. Um, and hopefully nobody breaks or blows up. We're good. Yeah, you want to believe it. A good, safe weekend. That's what we all want. Uh, good weather. Uh, that's in Trevor Siebert's department, the good weather stuff. Hey, did you happen to notice on Facebook the other night, Junior, uh, I, I sent you a message. There was a draw. They did a draw out in Penticton uh, for Riley's late model. Did yeah. you happen to see that garnet? Did you see that deal go off? I, 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 I actually didn't see the ad, but I did hear about it. Um, it's, it's a new way of doing stuff. Uh, it, it seems to work pretty good for the guys. So uh, it was a nice way to sell a car, though, right? Unbelievable. They did such a good job with that. I wanted to make sure I, I, I made comment to it, Riley. And I know he had some help in the studio with him there. Uh, but, man, did those guys do it upright. Um, I, Arnold was the guy that won it, uh, past racer. He's got some kids. Hopefully he gets him energized again and back into the sport. But sponsorship on your car, who have you got on the side panels helping you out for the weekend, bud? Well, we got uh, Napa Auto Parts, and we have uh, Finish Line Racing Products, which you were part of. Uh, we, do all the, we do a lot of setups and, uh, and, 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 and car you know, repairing and uh, fabricating for a lot of the guys. So, yeah, it's a big, big cheer out to those guys, and they helped me a lot. Um, it's going to be some awful fast race cars out of the finish line uh, stable. Yeah, I can't wait to see you out there. Look forward to meeting you on Thursday. Uh, Garnet, your last name, just so I don't destroy it. Is it Grimard? It's correct. Very good. You did that correct. I did. Look at that, Junior. It only took me 50 tries, like you say. But, uh, Garnet, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Look forward to meeting you, as we all do. And uh, good luck in the race, man. We'll have your comments pre, post, you name it. We'll be with you. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, awesome stuff. Man, it's going to be cool to see these guys hit the racetrack, Junior. Uh, Street stock guys, you got uh, veterans, you got rookies, you got everything. Uh, Newly configured speedway, look out. 
you know, obviously Garnet sounds like a great guy, and uh, uh, you know, obviously uh, everybody that we've talked to, you know, get ready for the steal um, has, has sounded like a just a an A one individual, you know. Yep. Um, but part of short track racing is knowing the rivalries already that are out there, right? You know, you think about, uh, you think about, and, and it took years to kind of uh, peel the onion back, if you will, to find the rivalries in the Pro Stock Tour, mm. right? And and you know that there are some underlying rivalries. And, and when you see the 67 and the 53 close to each other on the racetrack, um, there's a rivalry there, you know? When you've seen the 24 yeah. and yeah. the 3 on the racetrack and they were near each other, there's a rivalry there back in the day with Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt, um, you know, it's it's those are the things that make short track racing super exciting when you dive in and 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 get to see them. So you know, it will be definitely interesting to see and and hear from some of those guys. And that's going to be a question that I'm going to ask some more of them um, when we're talking to some of these East or, or Western guys. Is what are the rivalries to watch out for? Yeah. You know, not yeah, necessarily yeah. not necessarily bad rivalries, but rivalries meaning competitiveness or or rough rivalries or or what have you um you know every time that i seen george wilson and jeff hanley on the racetrack side by side it was always exciting you know it was always they they did not like each other um you know andrew grizel and mark watson or andrew grizel and erlin or you know there there was a bunch of them right it's uh um those are the types of of things that you know you watch when they're kind of the underlying stories if you will but also the really compelling underlying story that that race fans and drivers and teams get excited for um so it it will be interesting because these are the types of events right this is the type of event those rivalries come to a head yeah and they all spring up they they, you know they might have got into each other in 2009 for a win at a local saturday night track uh for 500 bucks to win (laughs) But, uh, you know, that, that'll come back <laughs> when it's, uh, when, when, you know, the, the rubber hits the road and there's big money on the line. Well, uh, Saturday night, you know, you could be running for, I don't know, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, even if it's two grand. Exactly. You're running for good money. It's a Saturday night show. Yep. Now, throw this one into the mix. The Western Rattler 300, 10 grand to win. Yep. $10,000. That's a lot of money. It's yeah, yeah. a lot of hockey pucks. You well, think a lot, of it. A lot of dollars. Like if you won ten grand on a scratch and win ticket, if you won ten grand in anything, uh, you'd be coming off the chip. Well, guess what? There's a lot of race car drivers that are going to be out there trying to take, uh, you know, trying to take that ten grand, and it doesn't all pay on the front end. Have a look at the payout for this event. I'm telling you, it's huge. Yeah, it's definitely. huge. It's really, really good. Canada is going to. It's going to be Canadian short track racing history. Come. April 29th and the 30th. Mark my words. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be off the chip. We're going to hit our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk more Western Rattler 300, this time with a late model driver. As a matter of fact, the Westcar uh, 2021 champion, uh, Jarrett Bond, is going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hi, this is Wayne Morgan from Yellow Knife. We're all listening to Race Time Radio. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. 
Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super Red Pro Model teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on Racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and super pro light models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the street stock 100. And a super pro light model Western Rattler 300. The green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her one piece. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. And Quick Wick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight uh, for our first ever live on Facebook. Uh, of course, live on RacetimeRadio.com. And we are not live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167. Those guys are bouncing that basketball again. Every time the Raptors are on, they preempt us. Yep. But they got to be playing on a Sunday night at this time. 
which doesn't happen a lot. So I've, I've heard um, uh, I've heard a couple of racers say that they feel like they're driving around on basketballs. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, I did get a note from Dave Gainforth. He oh, was pumped you? up that we had the Oscar hey. uh, diecast there, and uh, I said, you know what? It means a lot. That's the uh, Davey that's, gave us that. That is uh, one of the coolest gifts that uh, Race Time Radio has ever got. Yep. Um, you know, we've got a couple of really cool signed hero cards from like guys like Eric Jones and and those types of guys. You know, signed hero cards. And, yeah. And uh, you know, some some really neat things over the years uh, um, from teams and and from tracks and things like that. But that's uh, Eric that's Jones. something that that definitely holds uh, a, a special place in Ra- Race Time Radio's um, background. Yes, it sure does. Uh, uh, Eric Jones uh, was a frac- uh, frequent. A frequent guest on Race Time Radio. Uh, frequent, yes, frequent guest on Race Time Radio uh, through his late model days, then into his truck. Um, Eric Jones actually uh, autographed one of his hero cards and sent it to uh, Race Time Radio. Said, thanks so much, guys, for, you know, all you've done to help me in my career. And then on into Cupu goes. And uh, I, I've talked to Eric uh, but we haven't had him on the show. We'll have to reach out and get him on the show again. But what do you say we get back to the hotline and bring in a late model driver that is pumped up and ready to go for the Western Rattler 300 that'll take place, Penticton, B.C., on uh, April 29th and 30th. His name is Jarrett Bond. What's going on there, Jarrett, in the 51? How you doing? Good, yourself? Doing real good, man. Uh, congratulations, first of all. On last year's championship in West Car, good job, man. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of hard work uh, on everyone's part, and um, it just all come together, and um, it was a good year. It was yeah. fun. Hard fun. work pays off. It always does. Uh, how pumped up are you for this one, man? Uh, Trevor and everyone at Penticton, they really got something here. This is going to be off the chip. Yeah, I'm getting excited here. Uh, the car's coming together really good. Um, not a lot of uh, changes from last year. Uh, we're going to just bring what we have and do what we have. You know, 300 laps, long race, and uh, gotta gotta be smart. You know, these long races uh, is wear and tear on drivers and uh, equipment and crew guys, right? So um, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. You know, a bunch of seat time early in the year compared to what we're used to. So uh, that's going to be good to carry us forward in the season as well. Jarrett, uh, you're the you're the reigning champion of Westcar, so uh, I'm allowed to put you on the spot here because when you're the champion, you, you've got a voice, right? That's the way that this is going to work. I haven't asked everybody else this question yet, so I'm putting you on the hot seat here. Um, but okay. we did touch on this. Uh, you know, we've had quite a few competitors. Um, we, with Race Time Radio, are not 100% um you know uh, up to speed with all of things west car racing and and all of the late model you know intricacies um obviously we've talked to lots of guys over the years about wins or or about things that are happening uh so it's not like we don't have our finger on the pulse but we're not um you know ingrained in the western late model culture um i i mentioned this uh when right after speaking to our last guest on the street stock side and, uh, you know, I, I want to get kind of in, ingrained in, in the rivalries to watch out for that are, that are on the racetrack. Now, they don't have to be aggressive rivalries where they hate each other. Um, but, you know, rivalries that, uh, you know, are, are really exciting to watch. Um, and if you want to spill the beans on, on <laughs> who really don't like each other, then go, go for it and, and have at it. You know, I really don't think there's a lot of rivalries, to be honest with you. Everyone shows up and races hard in uh, in West, West Car. We've, uh, you know, West Car's been 20, 
last year was our 20th season. So, uh, you know, name's been around for a while. We've been uh, Westcar um, since our street stock days. Um, back in 2014, we made the switch and um, come through the ranks. And, you know, lots of learning from a street stock to a late model and a lot of hard work and, you know, just sort of not getting too carried away, you know. Um, I don't really want to say there's too many rivalries. You know, we've had a lot of good racing with a lot of good drivers throughout uh, BC. And, um, you know, there's uh, drivers. I'm from Quinnell here, Central Interior. And we got a lot of good drivers out of this area that have uh, done very, very well. You know, uh, Penticton, a lot of good drivers. The island, very good drivers. Uh, we travel around to the island. We travel down south. Um, and uh, I'm just looking forward to, you know, racing with other people, to be honest, you know, and seeing where we uh, – rank up against, you know, Saskatoon cars. I hear some guys are coming, you know, heard rumors of some back east cars. You know, it's going to be a lot of different rule packages sort of pieced together and uh, just see where it's at. For sure. Yeah, it's going to be great for uh, West Car Racing, you know, late model racing in, in general in B.C., um, you know, there's a lot of cars sitting, and we've got to get those cars back on the track. Well, yeah, and it's going to inject into it, and that's uh, you, you, what we've taken away from what Trevor Siebert has told us. Uh, they, they need to do something that they want to inject into the sport. They, uh, uh, it needs a good, uh, good shakeup, and nothing will do it like a big, prestigious race. You know, I, I look at the Canada 200 uh, out at Western Speedway, and uh, those guys have done phenomenal with that race over the last couple of years. I was able to watch it on Rev TV Canada, and uh, you know, watching Corbin Thomas and uh, uh, Brandon and uh, Rory, and you know, a lot of really good cars in that. I know you, uh, you, you know, the, the rivalries aren't there, but I'll tell you what, those guys were getting it on in the Canada 200, and I can only imagine what it's going to be like in the Western Rattler 300. Add another hundred laps to it, has really got to play with the mindset, don't you think? Oh, 100%, yeah, you know, and that's, that is race car driving nowadays, you know, it is a mind game, and you got to take care of your equipment, you know, those guys uh, race those 200 laps, you know, we've been to Victoria a couple times, a couple times done really good, a couple times just had bad luck, you know, and just the way it, the way it goes, um, you know, 200 laps is one thing, but 300 laps, I don't know if there's a lot of drivers that are going to this thing and have done 300 laps, myself, I haven't, um, I know I'm excited to do 300 laps and uh, do all of them and, and be part of it. Biggest race win for you in your career, uh, what would it be, Jarrett? Well, you know, they're all important. They all got importance to me. Um, I got to say, go back uh, a few years ago there to uh, Westcar Race in Prince George where I was racing Trevor Adelman, and uh, we we always have good cars. We show up, and uh, we both have good cars. We put on good shows, and uh, we struggled the day before in Quinnell, went up to Prince George on a Sunday, and it was called the, the uh, Gold Rush 200 Um one race in Quinnell, one race in Prince, and uh, about five laps to go, and we passed Trevor, and um, it was a really competitive pass, and it was either do or, you know, make it or break it, and uh, we made it, and uh, it was good. I just, that one always sticks in my head, you know, and I like racing with Trevor. Trevor's been awesome to us, and good friendship there, and um, it's it's fun racing with guys you get along with, you know, and and you know how they're going to race, and, you know, you can sort of, you're racing pretty hard, right? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think back. Um, to, you know, probably one of the first years Race Time Radio was around uh, and on Sirius XM. And uh, we did make a concerned effort, and we always have, tried to get coast to coast and get teams on. Um, and we did uh, back in the day out, out west. And uh, I, I know the guys were running for 
uh, a recliner chair. Ashley Furniture. Ashley Furniture. Like, I yeah. remember it. It, it, it kind of cool, you know. Uh, you're here in the province of Ontario, and, uh, you, you know, the, the big races that were taking place here, uh, you know, they'd be 100 laps, and they'd be running for, you know, five grand to win or two grand to win or whatever the case may be. Um, and I found it refreshing to talk to the guys out west, and they were running for stuff like a recliner chair. Wouldn't that be cool to win, along with a bunch of cash? Um, so there's always been a special spin on the racing out there, and I can't tell you how uh, how excited we are to be able to be part of what's going to take place out there in BC at the end of the month. Um, uh, we are as excited, if not more excited, than you guys jumping into those race cars. Uh, it, it's really going to be off the chip. Um, it, it's going to be a great event. Uh, sponsorship on your race car, the 51. Uh, who have you got on there helping you out? Well, we've got a lot of people that have stuck around with us for uh, many years. You know, uh, um, i got to thank, thank sponsors, uh, Jamie and Nikki at Advanced Industrial Group and Prince George. They've, uh, they've really helped out with everything they do. And they uh, also help out with racing, just uh, everybody in general. So big thanks to, to those uh, guys I know and a locally owned company in print. So thank you. And then uh, I've also got White Spruce Enterprises at Prince George. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for everything you guys do for us, as well as uh, in uh, Quenal here. I've got a uh, Coast Hose and Fitting um, Vern there. Thanks for everything you guys do. Uh, it really makes it uh, appropriate for us to go racing. Uh, I've got Ace Mountain Electric here at Quinnell. He uh, did a bunch of work at our house, and I uh, was like, hey, let's sort of dig the race car thing. And, uh, you know, that's how it comes together. People start talking, and, you know, you open the trailer, you show them the car, or you open the shop and show them what's in there, and they sort of have a story about racing house. Their grandpa used to race, or a friend of their dad, or whatever. You know, everyone's got a story of racing once you start showing them what you do, and it's, uh, it's neat, connect, neat to uh, be able to connect with people that way. Well, hopefully everybody that's connected to you is able to make it out to the Western Rattler 300. But please do us a favor and let them know if they can't make it. Because uh, I know it's a, it's a distance to uh, Penticton. If they can't make it, let them know that they don't have to miss a lap all weekend long. Keep it cranked on Racetimeradio.com and Sirius XM Channel 167 on Saturday. Um, everybody North America wide will have that, uh, that they'll be able to lean on if they can't make it to Penticton. I got a funny feeling that that 51 car is going to play a key role in this race. Uh, it's going to be off, uh, off the charts. Who have you got on your team on the box? Uh, part of your team. Have you got new guys or is this the, the same guys Stuart, that you had on the championship team last year? We'll have the same crew that we had on the championship team last year. Um, you know, once again, a lot of racing um, background with uh, the guys I've got, you know, right down to um, crew chief, my spotter, um, my kids that are involved, um, you know, um, friends that have been involved, you know, for many years. So it, it really does come down to, you know, um, most of their friends, we know, their family. And without them, it wouldn't be all be possible, you know. So big shout out to, uh, to those, uh, those guys and gals because uh, there's a couple gals on there, my girlfriend being one of them. Um, and uh, my kids, too, you know, they... Uh, They've stepped up with getting older, of course, and, you know, when they were young, they were always in the shop helping out and whatnot, and they're turned into pretty good little mechanics, and uh, as well as uh, race car drivers themselves, you know. They uh, they run go-karts here in Quinnell, and they're pretty good uh, wheeler wheelers, so um, it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens here, um, you know, in the future with their racing careers as well. Yeah, they're coming right in your footsteps, my man. Uh, 
past experience at Penticton? You got much? Yeah, we've run there a couple times. Uh, we have done good in Penticton prior to the reconfiguration. I haven't seen the reconfiguration that Hebert's have done. I've heard it's amazing. I'm sure it is with uh, you know their background in racing. Um, but yeah, we've uh, we've ran well there. We've ran a fe- we've won a feature there, and uh, we broke track record there uh, three years back. So we're confident that we can get around there pretty quick, and uh, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Strategy heading into the weekend. Are you going to go after the pole? I know everybody wants it. How about you? Are you going to go after the pole, or are you going to look at the 300 laps and say, oh, we're going to play it smooth here, and we're going to you know, uh, wait until, I don't know, 50 to go and then go? What's the strategy? The strategy is just to do all 300 laps and, you know, uh, not abuse the stuff nor nor uh, anybody else's stuff. You know, you start tearing fenders off this thing early and uh, it's going to make a long, long 300 laps for you. So play it smart, you know, look forward to that break at halfway and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, don't need too many adjustments halfway and um, give her for the last 150. You know, it's, it's going to be a interesting strategic race for many teams too, I think. So, you know, um, we're... we're we're just uh, going to play it smart, you know, racing smart. It's mindset. Uh, keep the head tight, and, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be good. Jared, load her up. It's uh, just about race time, my friend. Is he there Thursday night for practice, or are you going to wait till Friday and roll in and freak them all out? Uh, no, we'll be there Thursday. We'll get some laps on her and uh, make sure she's all good and make sure, uh, you know, I'm all good, too. It's been a, been a few months out of the car, of course, and, you know, all those laps, they all they all add up. It's all experience, right? So, um, yeah, we'll we'll be there Thursday, and we'll uh, make sure she's ready to go for Friday qualifying. You betcha, bud. Thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Genuinely look forward to meeting you out there. You betcha. Thanks again, Joel, and you guys take care. Appreciate what you do for the racing community. You Thanks watch out. Much. It's going to be dynamite. Jared in the 51, Jared Con. Uh, he is going to be J- Jared Bond. He is going to be... Uh, one to watch, Junior. There's going to be so many good guys. Um, it's it's going to be tough. Who, who knows? Who knows going to be who, who's going to be where? Yeah, definitely. Um, go to racetimeradio.com. Uh, you can take a look. Uh, there's a photo of uh, everybody's car that was on the program tonight. But uh, uh, his car is, uh, you know, it's it's pretty iconic. The 51 oh, yeah. car. I mean, when you look at it, she's uh, it's Rowdy Burns uh, <laughs> from from uh, uh, from Days of Thunder. Um, you know, uh, there's only a handful of 51 cars out there that can that can pull that off, and uh, it seems like they're always at the front. You know, when you look at it, um, the 51 of Kyle Busch, uh, you know, yeah. every time that uh, you see a 51 on the door, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it, the car's fast. Michael Atwell as well, with Stephen Nassie. The, the list goes on and on yeah, yeah. Uh, with a similar dynamic to Rowdy Burns. And, and uh, uh, that car, she's she's a black black 51 car with a white number on it and uh uh you uh, you definitely can't go wrong with uh with that paint scheme with the the heritage and and uh, uh everything else within motorsports so uh, big shoes to fill when big you got shoes that to on fill 100 percent. it's like uh, having the number one uh, uh number plate on uh motocross is like having that 51 car right so yeah it's uh you know definitely uh um you know he's he's going in there guns a blazing do you believe him that there's no rivalries out there that was a politically correct answer, and I put the guy on the spot. And, and I'm not saying I don't know. I haven't I heard know. of any. I, I haven't either. I haven't heard of I, any. I haven't either. But you put you put 25 squirrels out on a racetrack, and there's there's going to be a couple squirrels out there that don't like each other at the end. I'm going to tell you after 300 laps, there's going to be rivalries. <laughs> 
If there isn't now, there will be. You put a popsicle stick on the line. They haven't raced for this kind of money out there. Ever. Yeah. Ever. No, Ever. That's so I, I mean I mean, if there aren't any rivalries, I imagine that there will be some. But uh uh that being said, I, I you know, these guys are playing their cards pretty close to their chest out there. Oh yeah. We've talked to a lot of Western competitors now. Yeah. If you think back, none of them have told us the combination that they're rolling in with. Nope. Nobody's been like, I'm nope. rolling in with a crate pro late model package. Right. Or I'm rolling in with a West Coast. Ah, Riley yeah. Siebert. Right. One guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. One guy has told us what package he's rolling in there with. Yeah. Nobody else. Nobody. They're all holding their they're all holding their, their cards close to their chest. Yep. And uh, I think it's going to be a wild race. It's going to. And, uh, you know, you, you add in the fact that you can run side by side, not only side by side, but three wide. Um, yep. You can run, um, you know, for a long period of time. Um, you've got multiple different packages out there. Um, big motor, I don't gonna think... burn the tires off your car. 100%. You're gonna go with the crate engine, yeah. smugger motor, keep the tires on the car, but you're not gonna have the yank off the turn. I mean, it's it's neat. There's Give gonna be and take. there's Give gonna be take. a pile of of uh, storylines in there, and uh, you know there's there's excitement built around it. So I want to remind I'm everybody excited. that you gotta um, tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow. Keep your eye on Eastbound International Speedway out in Newfoundland. Uh, I was texting earlier with Mike James, my buddy out there, him and Bob and uh, Patty. Um, they got big news coming out. I don't know what it is. I kind of do, but I don't know what it is. Um, you got to check it out. Keep an eye on Eastbound International Speedway. We shouldn't even um, talk about it. If they're not going to talk about it on the program, we shouldn't even talk about it. Well, I, that's I, what I kind of thought, I, too. I mean, but, I mean uh, Mike, if you're listening, you missed you missed the boat, bud. Uh, We're not even going to talk about it. Valley, I, don't care about, I don't care about your news. Valley Raceway <laughs> out in Nova Scotia. Big news. Yes. Robbie Thompson. Big news. Yeah, that was released on uh, Tim's Corner. Robbie Thompson is going to promote... Along with uh, Chris and my dad. Yeah, Chris LeBaron. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be out there with Robbie Thompson. Definitely. The two of them yeah, I, are going to run was, a dirt track. Yeah. How, how, that, that's cool. We will have them on in time. Yep. Uh, we'll get them. Like, they got to get seated first, right? Yeah. We could ask them a pile of questions, but nobody even knows one another yet. Everything is so brand new. So, Well, the first question to Robbie is, when does the paver roll in? Yeah, I don't think Robbie Thompson's ever seen a dirt track yeah, before. I know. I but, know. Uh, it's going to no, be interesting. He's, uh, he's, he's a racer. He's, they're going to do great things. He's seen it all. He's, he's been there, done that, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Matt Shirley is going to join the show next week. Matt Shirley, of course, with... Um, uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway, the old wine. Isn't it auto clearing? Auto clearing group. Which track is it? Well, it's called Sutherland Automotive. Now, I think we're just going to call it Saskatoon, Saskatoon from now on. Yes, Matt Shirley's going <laughs> to join us. Not only is he with that track, he is going to be heading to that Western Rattler 300. So we'll have him. Uh, I want to get Trevor Siebert back on the show, and we get a news update right from uh, Race Central, if you will. Uh, we'll try and get him back on the show. Uh, Brad Mann, got to get a word with him. Cole Sorensen's going to join the broadcast. And how about uh, Todd? Todd is going to be down on Pitt Road for us. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Todd. Todd. Todd Lewis. There you go. Todd Lewis is going to be on Pit Road for yes, Race Summer. Yes, That's he exciting. is. Yes, exciting. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Cool. Uh, great broadcast crew. We've got a great weekend coming up and lots more to tell you about. But that's going to do it for us here tonight on Race Time Radio. Sure hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, there's going to be more to come, I can guarantee you. Every Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 
live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, and Racetimeradio.com, and now Facebook Live. Uh, we've got to thank Susie Q here in the Racetime Radio studio. Um, we'll thank Scotty back in Toronto, even though he's doing a basketball game tonight. Uh, I know it'll spin at some point on Sirius XM, but that does it for us. You have a good week. Uh, you too. Everybody have a good one, and we'll catch you back here next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 